proclaiming the gospel to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Shalom and welcome to the Everlasting Nation, a radio ministry of International Board of Jewish Missions. This is Mark Oshman with the International Board of Jewish Missions, bringing you another radio Bible study. Today we begin a new series on godly men with family conflicts. The author of Psalm 133 penned these words, quote, Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity, unquote. Nonetheless, the Bible provided several examples of godly individuals experiencing difficulties in their family lives. Noah was one such person. He served as a trophy of God's grace for his generation. According to the sixth chapter of Genesis, quote, Noah was a just man and perfect in his generations, and Noah walked with God, unquote. In Hebrews chapter 11, the writer of that chapter remarked that, quote, By faith Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith, unquote. The Apostle Peter, in the second chapter of his second epistle, referred to Noah as a preacher of righteousness, unquote. Being such during a period when the wickedness of man was great in the earth, being a preacher of righteousness marked Noah as a courageous individual. Nonetheless, Noah had family problems. The author of Genesis 9 talks about how, quote, Noah began to be an husbandman, and he planted a vineyard, and he drank of the wine and was drunken, and he was uncovered in his tent. Unquote. Now God had not forbidden Noah, nor his family, from partaking from the fruit of the vine. To transform grapes into wine, however, required the addition of another element, yeast, a fermenting process to convert sugars into alcohol. Thus Noah did not simply allow the grapes in his vineyard to ferment. He actually actively aided the process of fermentation. Furthermore, Noah imbibed enough of this mixture to bring about his intoxication. While drunkenness transformed some individual into beasts, that condition had a soporific effect on Noah, making him choose to sleep his drunkenness off in the privacy of his tent. Furthermore, Noah's body had grown so heated from the drinking of wine that he cast off his clothes, laying naked within the shelter of his tent. Noah's youngest son, Ham, beheld him in that condition. Ham actually seemed to take pleasure in that sight. He informed his older brother, Shem and Japheth, about the situation. Instead of emulating Ham's behavior, however, his two brothers walked backward into Noah's tent so as not to gaze at the nakedness of their father. They took a garment with them to cover Noah's nudity. The author of Genesis chapter 9 remarked that, quote, Noah awoke from his wine and knew what his youngest son had done unto him, unquote. Noah pronounced the curse on Canaan, one of Ham's four sons declaring him to be a, quote, servant of servants, unquote. History shows that this malediction extended beyond Canaan himself and attached to his progeny. 
Canaan's descendants would serve Shem and Ham's descendants as, quote, use of wood and draws of water, unquote. In other words, Ham's descendants would experience abject servitude. For years, Noah and Ham would have to live with the consequences of their actions. Noah would become estranged from Ham, and Ham would despise Noah in turn. This is Mark Oshman with the International Board of Jewish Missions, presenting another radio Bible program. You've been listening to The Everlasting Nation, a ministry of International Board of Jewish Missions. For more information, you can contact us at 423-876-8150 or go online to ibjm.org. Until next time, may God bless and shalom. Shalom.